Hey guys, Darren Bentley here. And before we get started, I wanted to make a special announcement. We have officially opened registration for the Private Money Conference, which is a three-day live event where you will learn directly from Jay and his team how to raise thousands of dollars in private money to fund all of your real estate deals. Now, in today's changing market, more and more people are losing out to other investors because most of those investors have the cash to fund these deals. Did you know that you are missing out on 87% of the real estate deals out there because you don't have access to private money? Sadly, most real estate investors don't even know this is the reason why they continue to lose deal after deal. And with everything that's happening in the market today, you absolutely need every advantage available to you. And having access to unlimited amounts of private money is your big advantage. So to register for this live event, head over to jconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event, where you will be able to lock in your seat for this live in-person three-day event, which takes place June 12th, 13th, and the 14th in beautiful North Carolina. But you got to be fast because there are a limited number of seats, and when they are gone, they're gone. So again, to take advantage of this incredible event and to learn how to raise all the private money you'll ever need directly from Jay Connor and his team, head over to jayconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jayconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event. Now let's get into today's episode. If you are a real estate investor or you want to be a real estate investor and you're interested in getting unlimited money and funding for your real estate deals without relying on hard money lenders, mortgage brokers, or any kind of traditional lending, don't go anywhere because I'm getting ready to plug you into the money. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Real Estate Investing with Jay Connor. I'm Jay Connor, your host, also known as the Private Money Authority. And I want to give you a very special welcome, especially if this is your first time to the show. We talk about all things related to real estate investing, uh, particularly on how to get money for your deals. That's why I'm known as the Private Money Authority. From 2003 to 2009, I relied on the local banks and then I lost my lines of credit had to find a better and quicker way. So I discovered this amazing resource called private money. Well, just recently I released my brand new book and it's titled where to get the money now. And the subtitle is how and where to get money for your real estate deals without relying on traditional or hard money lenders. It hit number one on Amazon just recently. Now you can spend 20 bucks on Amazon and get the book, or you can just get it from me for free. Simply go to www.jayconner.com forward slash book, B-O-O-K, and we'll rush it right out to you. To be all transparent, of course, I'm going to ask you to just cover a couple of bucks for shipping, but we will ship it right on out to you. This book will transform your life and will also show you how to never miss out on a deal because you did not have the money or the funding. Well, uh, I have had amazing guests on this show since we launched the podcast, and today is no exception. 
My expert today is near and dear to my heart. I was actually raised in the mobile home manufactured housing business with my father, Wallace Connor. Well, my expert and guest today is a mobile home park investment expert and educator. In fact, he's responsible for Park Avenue Partners, strategic direction, acquisitions and property operations. In fact, his operations give a return of eight to 12% cash annually to his limited partners. So in addition to that, my guest is both personally and through his partnerships, he has acquired, listen to this, as of today, he has required 31, that's right, 31 mobile home parks in 15 different states. He's been doing this since 2007. And these assets total in value of over $71 million. Now he's also started the industry's very first podcast on this subject and the largest group of LinkedIn uh, dedicated to invested in mobile home parks. Now, prior to beginning to manage investors money back in 2014, my guest spent seven years investing his own capital in mobile home parks and consulting to very, very high net worth families with interest in the manufactured housing industry. Now, earlier in my guest career, he held a range of consulting and sales positions with a very, very high profile companies. He's been featured in the New York Times, Bloomberg Magazine, and on the Real Money television show. Now, my guest's favorite mobile home, as a matter of fact, is the 1954, before I was born, Spartan Imperial Mansion. And in fact, uh, his logo is partially based on this mobile home. In addition to all that, folks, my guest generates over $600,000 per month in gross rents from mobile home parks. And he can teach you how to do it as well, along with automation escaping the day-to-day -day grind. With that, I'm so excited to have as my guest on the show today, Jefferson Lilly. Hello, Jefferson, and welcome to the show. I'm great, Jay. Uh, thank you for having me on today. Well, I'm so glad to have you and uh, let everybody know where you are talking to us from. Uh, from my front uh, patio here in the San Francisco Bay Area. It's uh, actually a lovely day, 78 degrees or something and sunny. So I figured I'd, uh, I think this might be my first uh, patio podcast, Jay. So. <laughs> You know, that, yeah, wouldn't be a bad, that wouldn't be a bad name for a podcast, the Patio Podcast with Jefferson right. Lilly. <laughs> so how in the world did you get interested in mobile homes and mobile home parks? Well, uh, Jay, as, as I say, when I woke up from the concussion, it just seemed like a good idea to buy a mobile home park, <laughs> but uh, uh, a little more seriously. Uh, so I had uh, been out here already for uh, 10 years or so. Uh, working in high tech uh, here in, in, in the Silicon, uh, out in Silicon Valley. Uh, I was looking for some more stable income uh, to sort of even out the stock options. I had been through the dot-com boom and bust and semi-resurgence. Uh, I thought initially that I'd buy an apartment building. Um, I had lived in apartment buildings and houses uh, and I try and follow Warren Buffett's teachings to the best of my limited ability to stay within my circle of competence. I just figured since I had lived in an apartment building, that must be my circle of competence. Uh, and then just in researching multifamily, I stumbled across mobile home parks, 
which are a tiny fraction of the broader multifamily industry, which is basically entirely apartments and, you know, 1% mobile home parks or something. Uh, so I kind of found it by accident, um, part plan, part dumb luck, and then just began researching it and figured out that it was really quite a, a compelling little niche. Well, you know, there's many, many, many ways people can invest in real estate. I mean, there's single family houses, which is what I do uh, yep. primarily. There are, um, as you said, you know, commercial. I mean, there's, you know, shopping malls and strips, and then there's multifamily and there's apartments and then there's land and then there's self storage and just on and on and on and on. And so what is it about investing in mobile home parks that perhaps brings with it a list of reasons to do that or benefits that maybe some of the other avenues don't have. So this is really the only niche in real estate where it's illegal to build any more of it. Uh, if you're in the apartment building business, uh, you know, at least when times are good and banks are lending, somebody's going to be putting up a competing apartment building, you know, across the street, across town from you. Same thing in self-storage, nursing homes, uh, office, everything else continues to get built out. Uh, the supply curve continues to shift outwards in really all other real estate niches. Uh, mobile home parks are unique because pretty much every city and county has said no more. Uh, there's a great uh, NIMBY uh, uh, aspect in this business. Politicians on both sides of the aisle talk out of both sides of their mouth. They'll all say, sure, they love affordable housing, but not in my backyard. No more mobile home parks. So it's unique to be in, in a business where, again, you'll simply never have any more competition. You do have competition. You'll just never have any more. So how do you go about finding the deals of a mobile home park? How do you go about finding the deals? And what's your criteria for knowing what a good deal is? Ah, sorry, a truck is going by. Um, so we tend to look for metros of around 50,000 people or larger. Uh, we tend to look in metros where also the average house price is $100,000 or higher. Uh, and we like to be within about five miles of a super Walmart. Uh, we've found if we can get all of that to line up, that we've got a pretty good investment. Uh, we'll still run test ads. We'll still, of course, always go and visit the properties and walk through that property, competing properties and what have you. Uh, but again, it, we, we found if we're within five miles of a super Walmart, the average house price is 100000 bucks. Uh, we're probably in, in, a, in a decent economy. Uh, we don't have to have a, a raging, you know, San Francisco, Silicon Valley, super strong economy. We just want to make sure the economy is fairly flat, fairly constant. Um, and then we can make our improvements and, and earn a decent rate of return. So do you have a simple or um, easy to understand formula on deciding uh, or, or showing you the numbers as to what makes or what Numbers wise, what is a good deal?
Real quick, y'all, you guys already know that I don't run any ads on this and I don't sell anything. And so the only ask I can ever ask of you guys is that you help me spread the word so we can help more real estate investors make more money, feed their families, and have the private money they need to fund their deals. And the only way we can do that is if I ask you to rate and review and share this podcast. So the single thing that I ask you to do is you can just leave a review. It'll take you 10 seconds or one type of the thumb. It would mean the absolute world to me. And more importantly, it may change the world of someone else. You know, uh, we do have a, a financial model internally that, that we put in a bunch of those variables, distance to the super Walmart, household income, uh, <clears throat> average house price. Um, <clears throat> You also just have to know the business well enough to sort of have it resonate with you. Like some deals, again, kind of seem to check all the boxes. They just don't sit well in my gut. Others might miss several of those boxes. But again, I've got a good gut feeling about it. Um, so again, we, we, we do have our own financial model and, and, and checklists. But ultimately, you've just got to, like any business, you've just got to know it well enough to then just kind of make a more holistic decision and just see if it really is is something that you think uh, is going to work out. Well, Jefferson, you and I have got more than one thing in common. Uh, actually, three things come to mind. We love real estate. I was raised in mobile homes. In addition to that, I'm known as the private money authority and you have raised millions and millions, it sounds like, in private money. And um, so you have a way for investors to be involved in real estate investing in a very passive way, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I run uh, the, the Park Avenue funds. So uh, we, we raise money from uh, accredited investors. We go out and find deals. Uh, I personally guarantee the debt on those deals as needed. Um, I take no fees, no salary. Uh, it's a, a pretty unique uh, way of running a business in real estate. Uh, we're, we're just 50-50 partners with our investments. That's my vision of perfect alignment. Um, and so again, I'll, I'll go out and find the properties and then we, we split the, the, the profits and pay those out quarterly uh, to our investors. That's awesome. Just to make sure that our audience uh, gets your contact info, how about give uh, go ahead and give out your contact info to everybody uh, so we don't miss out on that. Yeah, our website is parkavenuepartners.com. There's a link right at the top center of the page to our mailing list. Uh, honestly, I don't do as good of a job of mailing as I should. You're not going to get bombarded. I probably email a little less than once a month. Uh, and it's one click unsubscribe uh, and we don't sell our lists. So it's, it's low risk uh, to sign up and learn a little more about what we're doing, but that'd just be right at the top of parkavenuepartners.com. There's also a contact us button there at the top. If you do have some specific questions, just click that and input your information and your question, whatever. Uh, and, and either I, or perhaps my assistant uh, will respond by email or phone. Um, and we'll be happy to, to get questions answered. Uh, just coming up uh, late this month, May of 2020, sorry, 2021 here, we're going to be launching our uh, next fund. That'll be my fourth uh, fund overall. Um, so uh, that'll be exciting to provide an opportunity for other folks to, uh, uh, to co-own mobile home parks with us. That's a, a phrase we've actually trademarked. 
um, and uh, and be passive investors uh, in, in this uh, uh, quite compelling uh, little niche. Wonderful. Now, one thing I know that everybody wants to know, and that is how in the world do you manage and run all these different mobile home parks remotely? So, you know, one of your expert topics is how to manage any kind of real estate remotely with technology. So let's hang on, hang out on that for a few minutes. How do you manage any kind of real estate remotely with technology? Yep. So we tend to buy properties, uh, say of 70 to a hundred pads or greater, which means we can afford to pay certainly a couple thousand dollars a month in, in salaries to our managers. There'll also be some performance bonuses in there. Uh, some of our managers are making more than twice that for, for properties that are, you know, more than twice as large. So we do still have humans involved we'll have a community manager on site at all of our properties. Uh, but we wrap technology around our community managers. For instance, we use a rent accounting and collections uh, software called Rent Manager. There are others. That's just the one we've, we've chosen and generally like. So that enables, uh, for instance, our tenants to pay their rent electronically online. They can just input a bank account number and a, a routing number and pay it that way. We'll also give them a cash pay card. Uh, they can take that into any Walmart or uh, several hundred other kinds of stores and pay cash. Some of our tenants are unbanked. So they can take, again, that card, almost like a mini credit card, take it into a Walmart or any of these other stores, give them the cash, give them the card. Walmart will charge maybe a $4 fee and then remit the rest of the rent to us. Um, so that all helps us then also keep our accounting straight because it's not just depositing the money, it's also updating our rent roll. So we know all of us, our community managers and those of us at headquarters, we all know who's paid and who's not. Um, and again, we can then use uh, that, that software to kick out a late notice. Um, we, we also use... Uh, uh, box.com uh, uh, to basically upload videos. Uh, we certainly do go around and visit our properties, but we can also then for some of our properties that are say a little rougher, heavy lifts as we call them, where we're doing a lot of investing and rehabbing homes and maybe repaving roads. Um, we can have our managers actually go through with their own cell phone and just video the property, upload that to us. Now it's almost like we've been there and we can actually see how a house has been renovated or whether a pile of debris and junk has or has not been cleaned up. Um, so those are just a couple of ways that, that we use technology to, uh, to manage our properties uh, from afar. Are your mobile home parks primarily parks that have the mobile homes there that are being rented out? Or do you have some mobile home parks to where people are just renting the land and they own the mobile home or how does that work? Great question. Uh, uh, so we uh, tend to, we, we, our mission, uh, of course, we're a for-profit organization, but we also do have a social mission, which is to expand the supply of affordable housing and specifically to help people get out of the game of paying rent forever in apartment buildings. So for instance, we'll typically buy a park where most of the tenants already own their own mobile homes. 
Uh, we'll still usually have some renters. That's fine. We never evict anybody for being a renter. We'll actually give those folks the opportunity to buy that house, uh, sometimes over as little as two years. Uh, sometimes it may be more like five or seven, uh, but we want them to see the light at the end of the tunnel, as it were, and to really see that they can be on a path to actually being a homeowner. That said, probably on average, half of those renters just choose to remain renters. Renters, you know, tend to be more transient than homeowners. Uh, so we still may, so we'll either sell about half of those houses to the renters or they'll naturally turn over of their own accord and then we'll fix up the homes and then only put them out on a rent to own basis. And then we'll buy even many, usually 10, sometimes sometimes more uh, mobile homes to infill uh, one of our, uh, to infill our parks. Um, those are brand new homes coming in. Those are typically more of a 10 to 15 year uh, mortgage. Uh, but again, we'll provide the financing on those and help people uh, typically save money right off the bat, even a couple hundred bucks from being in an apartment. They can be an owner with us. Um, and again, then in the long run, uh, once they do own that house, they just pay the lot rent. That's assuming they choose to stay with us. Most do. But again, once they own the house, they could pull it onto their own land if they wanted. Uh, but again, if they stay with us, they just pay the lot rent. That's probably only a third of what they were paying uh, in an apartment. So we help people build up uh, equity in the mobile home uh, and even immediately and certainly in the long run, reduce their, their living costs. So your ultimate goal is for everyone in the park to be owning their home. And then the only thing that they're having to rent is the land, right? Yes. We want to help people be homeowners and we want to help ourselves effectively run parking lots. <laughs> we don't actually like maintaining those proverbial leaky toilets and leaky roofs. And lo and behold, when you have someone who owns their house or is working towards renting to own it, they move from a renter's mentality to an owner's mentality, and they tend to take better care of their own leaky toilets and leaky roofs. So it's really a win-win for all of us to, to help folks become homeowners, uh, also to help us reduce our repair and maintenance uh, headache. Uh, and again, filter for really a better quality resident, people that want to be a homeowner and want to stop renting. Uh, that's really our, our target market. And we, again, help those folks afford homes for two to maybe $5,000 down and they're going to own those homes in two to maybe 15 years. There's no no 30-year indebtedness in our business. Everybody's going to be a homeowner much more quickly. There you go. So your uh, your homeowners, so, so when it comes to your mobile home parks, what type of amenities, if any, uh, do your mobile home parks have? I mean, are most of them paved streets? Yes. Uh, now, my first park was all dirt roads. I cut my teeth on a very rough park with my own money, but uh, everything I've bought with outside capital, with, with, with investors' money, yes, has all been paved roads, almost entirely all city utilities. We do have now one park on well water with investor money. Uh, but um, but yeah, so, so the amenities vary. Uh, generally, there aren't amenities, and these are just classic affordable housing communities. Um, 
that said, I did just about five months ago buy two properties down in uh, Texas, down in Brownsville, Texas, near South Padre Island. Um, those properties are winter Texan properties. Uh, so we get folks that come down from the northern states and even Canada uh, for anywhere between, say, two and six months uh, out of the year, obviously, typically the winter months. Uh, but both of those communities have pools, have shuffleboard. Uh, one of them is on a lake. Um, one of the communities has a jacuzzi, and uh, we're actually getting a, a new jacuzzi installed here in another month uh, at the other one. Um, and then both of those communities have very large recreation halls where the tenants are doing things like bingo night and karaoke night and pizza parties and church services uh, and a Calypso party we were invited to. I was just down visiting uh, in an RV <laughs> in in one of the communities with my family uh, last month. Um, anyway, so so it, it does vary from really no amenities all the way up to uh, uh, quite heavy uh, amenities in, in, in those two parks. I got you. Fascinating business, Jefferson. As we begin to wrap up, um, how about um, any books or educational resources uh, that you could share with the audience? So uh, I'm a big fan of uh, the book Snowball. Uh, it is a, a biography on Warren Buffett. It covers not just how he invests, uh, but it also covers his personal life and frankly, some of the trade-offs that he made to be a, with, with his family to, to be a very successful businessman. Um, so I, I'm very, uh, I'd highly recommend that book uh, to investors. There's certainly, uh, I think for many of us, we, we look at real estate as, as being value investing. Um, so I'd recommend that book. Uh, and then also uh, Sam Zell's uh, uh, recent uh, book called Am I Being Too Subtle? Uh, that is basically an, an autobiography that Sam wrote. Uh, I actually, I generally myself like to have hardbound books uh, to build my library and to make notes in. I don't usually do audiobooks, but I'll recommend you do that one. Am I being too subtle uh, with his audiobook? Because Sam himself reads the book to you. So you're hearing Sam tell you his own life story. And for those of you that don't know, Sam is the world's largest owner of mobile home parks. Uh, he's also quite a successful office and apartment investor, and he's made a number of other investments as well. Uh, but he's he's our industry's 800-pound uh, gorilla. Uh, so the book doesn't focus exclusively on mobile home parks. It's more his life, his thought process around investing. But again, it does also touch on, on his mobile home park investments. So I recommend both those books. Awesome. Jefferson, thank you so much for taking the time to join us here on uh, the podcast. I really enjoyed having you. Jay, it was great to be with you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, be sure and check out Jefferson Lilly and uh, his website as well. We'll put back up here one more time. That's www.parkavenuepartners.com. Thank you so much for joining us here for another episode of Real Estate Investing with Jay Connor. I am Jay Connor, the Private Money Authority, wishing you all the best. Here's to taking your real estate investing career to the next level. And we'll see you right here on the next show. Mm -hmm.